the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Federal agents still trying to figure out just who bombed downtown Nashville on Christmas morning, setting off a blast that did come with a warning. Nobody was hurt or killed, but buildings were damaged and phone service was knocked out because an AT&T installation was hammered. Federal agents have been combing over the home of a possible person of interest. Here's correspondent Ken Lorman. More than 24 hours after the explosion, a motive remained elusive as investigators are working around the clock to resolve unanswered questions about the mysterious blast that took place on a mostly deserted street on a sleepy holiday morning and was prefaced by a recorded warning advising those nearby to evacuate. Doctors, nurses, and the elderly all across the European Union getting the first of the coronavirus shots today. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any adult taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be a high 26 with some light snow. Giant congratulations to Roberta H. She's the winner of the third annual Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Salem Media Group will be paying her rent for all of 2021. We couldn't be happier to bless her with some financial relief. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle was brought to you by Tom Matiney of A New American Funding. Rest on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yes, we are live today on the Sunday after Christmas, a mere two days after Christmas Day. Yes, you are listening to live programming on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and hope you and yours had a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, four days left of the year 2020. I know a lot of people are looking at back at 2020 and the, uh, um, shall we say, unique time <laughs> that we're living in, a lot, of, uh, a lot that has gone on this past year, obviously surrounded by the uh, coronavirus pandemic and how people have suffered, whether it's actually getting COVID and being adversely affected by the illness itself or through job loss because companies had shut down because of, well, obviously because governments shut down businesses as a result of this in in an effort to slow the spread. Uh, people have been affected adversely. A lot of people have been in, uh, in fa- affected adversely, and 
we can only hope that 2021, uh, there will be brighter days ahead. Uh, obviously, there's reason for optimism with the coronavirus vaccine that has uh, come out and has already been distributed to the frontline workers. And I think what most of us are hoping for is some semblance of normalcy. And I don't know if we'll ever get back to completely 100% normal. I mean, you don't go through something like this and everything go back to the way it was. I mean, let's be honest, there were a lot of issues before the pandemic arose, a lot of issues in this country that had nothing to do with the pandemic. But I guess when I say get back to normal is being able to get together with our family and friends and enjoy time together. And those were things that, you know, we maybe people took for granted going into 2020 that, uh, Hey, I'm just looking forward to 2020 and, um, you know, doing, doing everything I always do and be together with family and friends. Some may not have taken it for granted. I know I never did. And when it was taken away, um, yeah, it was difficult, but I knew that, Hey, uh, enjoy every moment because you never know how much of them you get. And I think that's a lesson we've all learned. Uh, and hopefully that 2021 brings brighter days ahead. Again, it's not, I've said on the show before, it's not going to magically uh, be back to the way it was and the coronavirus be, this COVID-19 be completely eradicated. It's not, that's not how it's going to happen. But I think people are just tired of talking about 2020 in general. It's hard to believe that's been, uh, Nine and a half months of this now, almost 10 months of this pandemic. But uh, brighter days ahead, and uh, if your uh, hope is in a higher power, then uh, obviously um, we can look at this as, I don't know, perhaps a, a, a great awakening or perhaps a time to decompress and really uh, get uh, introspective about what's really important. I didn't mean to go down this road, but... Well, this is the final broadcast of 2020 for me personally, okay, because, you know, next time I'm on the air, it'll be 2021. So we'll definitely see what rolls around here in the uh, remaining days of 2020 and into 2021. Uh, A lot going on, uh, however, the final week of 2020, and that's what we're here to talk about. I did want to spend at least a segment, probably going to go two segments, Regarding the COVID-19 relief package that Congress finally agreed to uh, this past week, it was uh, months, literally months of haggling about, you know, uh, should there be multi, should it be two and a half, three trillion dollars? You know, Democrats, they, they, they've never met a big spending bill they didn't like. You know, some suggesting four trillion dollars. That was really a, a, a non-starter. But. Uh, Congress finally uh, agreed to a COVID-19 package. It was $900 billion. I mean, let's just round it up. That's basically a trillion dollars. And it was nearly a 6,000-page bill that was cobbled together, and they had a matter of hours to thumb through it and then vote on it. And to me, this is so maddening what Congress does, what our government does, is they just cram this bill, they call it a COVID-19 relief package, and yet not even the majority of the funds goes to individuals or businesses or what have you that has been directly affected by COVID. It, it's despicable what they do. And they just go ahead and blindly vote on it. Because there's no way you can read a nearly 6,000-page bill in a matter of hours. No way it can happen. But as long as buried in there somewhere was a $600 payment to American citizens, and I think $1,200 per couple, and I think there was an income threshold on it, too. If an individual makes $75,000 per year or less, they get six, they get the 600 bucks, And if it's a couple who's combined income is 150 grand or less they get $1200 as a couple and that's really what the focus was to get money into the hands of of, of Americans to kind of you know help them out because it was getting close to christmas day and some may not have been able to do any christmas shopping or some needed necessary uh household items you know like food you know for for christmas right to feed their families and 
we've spent several months haggling. I, I it got the point. I don't think House Speaker Marie Antoinette, <laughs> I mean uh, Nancy Pelosi, and the president hadn't even had hadn't even been speaking for several weeks. So there was no negotiations going on, and finally, uh, they were able to reach agreement on something. And Nancy Pelosi accidentally told the truth a few weeks ago when she started to come around and say, okay, maybe a uh, $900 billion COVID relief package. Yeah, that sounds good. And it's like, well, Madam Speaker, you were holding out for nothing less than $2.5 trillion just a few months ago, um, and now you're willing to accept a COVID package that's about 36% of that size? What What's going on here? And she basically admitted, well, because we've got a new president coming into office. So she was afraid that President Trump would get credit for a significantly larger larger COVID relief bill. And couldn't have that. You know, but now that a new president was ushered in, then she's all she's all good with even a, a smaller relief bill. And it's just despicable the way that she's played politics with this. And and you know, again, I'm not here to absolve Republicans of their issues with this. Not not at all. Okay, because way too many Republicans went along with a spending bill that had very little to do with COVID relief. But it's it's got to the point where all Americans are going to hear are, well, these elected officials voted against putting six hundred dollars in your pocket. Or if you're a couple, they messed with putting twelve hundred dollars in your pocket. That's all they're going to hear. They're not going to hear any of the nuance of it. And so they just blindly go ahead and vote yes on it. And and what's some of the stuff they voted for? Uh, law, there was a laundry list of items that, uh, again, had little to nothing to do with COVID. Here's, I mean, here's some of the foreign aid, foreign aid that was in this bill. What does that have to do with COVID nineteen relief? But here's a laundry list: ten million dollars for Pakistan gender programs, one point four billion dollars for Asia Reassurance Initiative Act. $250 million in Palestinian aid, $85 million to Cambodia, $700 million to Sudan, $135 million to Burma, $135 million to Nepal. How about some of the domestic stuff? $154 million to the National Art Gallery, $167 million to the National Art and Humanities, $26.5 million to the Kennedy Center, $1 billion to the Smithsonian, $14 million to the Woodrow Wilson Center. This is... This is what we voted. This is what was voted on. And here's the thing. This is not unique to this particular spending bill. This happens every time there's a a federal budget that is put into play, whether there's stopgap spending bills, continuing resolutions, what have you. This is the kind of garbage that gets crammed in there. And then it has nothing to do with domestic spending or is certainly not vital to keeping spending going. You want to know why we're running... $1 trillion-plus deficits every year because of this garbage. And no one has the, the, better uh, be careful the word I use here, intestinal fortitude to stand up to this stuff. Or not enough, anyways. There are are a handful of elected officials that, that, that call this out, but not nearly enough. And all the Republicans are only brave and talk big on spending when they're in the minority. And they they vote against it. Well, it's easy to oppose something when you're in the minority, oppose it with all your vigor, but when you're in the majority, are you, what what kind of action are you actually doing to address these explosive annual deficits that continue to add a trillion dollars a year to our national debt? So it's no skin off their nose. Hey, let's just throw on another uh, one trillion and... Uh, uh, this uh, in the guise of COVID relief. And President Trump came out, uh, and I'll play a sound, audio clip of him. Brian, we'll, we'll do that at the beginning of the next segment, the uh, audio clip from the president. The president came out and gave a statement to this because it seemed like a fait accompli. You know, sent, the Senate overwhelmingly passed this COVID relief bill, as did the House, and all it, all it uh, waited was the president's signature. Well, the president, uh, I think, I think he's finally reconciled to the fact that he's on his way out as much as he's, you know, flailing and demanding that Republican leaders, particularly in the Senate, fight on his behalf. 
of what he believes is a stolen election. I think he's finally resigned himself that, yeah, come January 20th, he's gone. And uh, we'll listen to that audio clip. It's about four minutes long, but we'll play that right at the beginning of the next segment, and then I'll have uh, my reaction to that. And if you'd like to weigh in as well, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Hi, this is Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, my company is the only free service of its kind that provides you with detailed competitive quotes on window, siding, and roofing installs from multiple local contractors after just one short meeting with me. I really wanted to thank all the Patriot listeners who worked with me to improve their homes this year. Some of you have already received big-name window quotes and saved thousands of dollars through my three quotes. I cannot stress enough to call me if you had a window bid that nearly gave you a heart attack. With the best pricing in the Twin Cities and zero pressure, we'll get that heart rate back to normal. For roofing, I can use satellite imaging and measurements to get you three competing quotes, whether it's storm damage or just an upgrade. Don't wait. Winter is the time to have me check it out, making sure we secure a spring installation date. Windows and siding, however, are installed all winter long, typically saving my clients even more money. So set an appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Step into Chet's shoes this season and give the gift of comfort with footwear from Timberland Pro, Keen, New Balance, and more. Chet's has insulated footwear in safety toe and regular toe. As always, socks and shoe inserts make great stocking stuffers. Not sure what to get that hard-to-shop-for person on your list? Get a Chet's shoes gift card. Chet's continues to make your shopping experience as safe as possible. Chet's thanks you for your patronage and wishes you a Merry Christmas. See us in Spring Lake Park or visit Chet'sShoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Was that a complaint, by the way? No, okay. I always wonder when people call in and don't want to go on the air what that was all about. Hey, it's me, Brad Carlson. Sorry, doing the on, uh, doing the production meeting on the air. Don't mean to do that. <laughs> Back here in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yes, we're live and in person two days after Christmas. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas with your loved ones. To the extent we could in this uh, era of social distancing. But we're here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Brian, if we've got that audio clip uh, up, uh, continuing our discussion about the COVID-19, and I put in scare quotes, relief package, uh, where the vast majority of the the $900 billion was going to, well, pork, foreign aid, uh, other domestic fluff issues that had zero to do with COVID-19. Uh, President Trump came out, gave a statement. This is about four minutes long, but it's well worth a listen, and I'll give my reaction. 
uh, when it's said and done. This is uh, President Trump's reaction to the $900 billion COVID, again, scare quotes, relief package passed by Congress. Here we go. Throughout the summer, Democrats cruelly blocked COVID relief legislation in an effort to advance their extreme left-wing agenda and influence the election. Then, a few months ago, Congress started negotiations on a new package to get urgently needed help to the American people. It's taken forever. However, the bill they are now planning to send back to my desk is much different than anticipated. It really is a disgrace. For example, among the more than 5,000 pages in this bill, which nobody in Congress has read because of its length and complexity. It's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID. This bill contains $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, $134 million to Burma, $1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan, $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama, $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business, $1 billion for the Smithsonian and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not open. $7 million for reef fish management, $25 million to combat Asian carp, $2.5 million to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico, a provision to promote the breeding of fish in federal hatcheries, $3 million in poultry production technology, $2 million to research the impact of downed trees, $566 million for construction projects at the FBI. The bill also allows stimulus checks for the family members of illegal aliens, allowing them to get up to $1,800 each. This is far more than the Americans are given. Despite all of this wasteful spending and much more, the $900 billion package provides hardworking taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. And not enough money is given to small businesses, and in particular restaurants, whose owners have suffered so grievously they were only given a deduction for others to use in business their restaurant for two years. This two-year period must be withdrawn, which will allow the owners to obtain financing and get their restaurants back in condition. Congress can terminate it at a much later date, but two years is not acceptable. It's not enough. Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault, not their fault. I am asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package, and maybe that administration will be me, and we will get it done. Thank you very much. I agreed with literally every single solitary word the president said until literally the last two seconds where he said, and maybe that next administration will be me. No, sir, it will not be you. But... Uh, you, did you notice, that's something I noticed where he kind of subtly said, in the next administration, we'll have to give a COVID-19 patch. Well, but maybe that will be me. Yeah. Right up until that point, I agreed with literally everything he said, but I digress. So there you have it, the president responding uh, to that. And you notice how he hasn't vetoed this bill yet. He's He's asking Congress to amend it. And because 
the reason is quite obvious. If he vetoes it, there is potentially more than enough members in each chamber, the House and Senate, to override that veto. So that's why he's hesitant to do that, and he wants much larger share of money to the American people. But what? And Nancy Pelosi, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, literally after the president gave that statement, you know, came out with a tweet said, "Well, Republicans repeatedly refused to say what amount the president wanted for direct checks. At last, the president has agreed to two thousand dollars." Democrats are ready to bring this to the floor this week by unanimous consent. Let's do it. And then uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, of course, right here in Minnesota, 5th Congressional District, she replies to Nancy Pelosi's tweet saying, Mitch, implying Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, don't be the only reason people don't get $2,000. Let's do this. Well, I don't know if Mitch McConnell has given a public statement uh, on this as yet. But, again, we're... We're going to just ignore how Nancy Pelosi torpedoed a a COVID relief package north of a trillion dollars. You know, because she was she was wanting to go for two and a half trillion dollars, or she went or she uh, uh, relented, or she decided not to go with the two and a half trillion dollar proposal that was put forth. I think back last June. And instead, now is settling for a COVID relief bill forty percent of forty percent of that size. Not even that thirty six percent of that size. And she, like I said, flat out admitted during a press conference three weeks ago, saying, "Well, you know, now that Joe Biden's president, now that we're going to have a new incoming president, you know, let's just get this done and you know and move forward with this." And and that and that conveniently gets lost, and now. She seems to think that she's in a position to say, well, look at this. The president is holding up six hundred dollars uh, per person, people who desperately needed that money. And here, here's another here's another galling thing about this is she called after this past Congress last week. She called the six hundred dollars per person significant in this time where people are hurting because of the pandemic. That was her that was a quote significant. Rewind to three years earlier when the Republicans, and it was all Republicans, no Democrat, signed on to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed at the end of 2017. That was all Republicans. And when these companies saw how these this new tax reform was going to benefit them, a lot of companies turned around and gave their employees $1,000 bonuses. A lot, of, a lot of their workers, $1,000 bonuses. And Nancy Pelosi turned around and called that crumbs. So $1,000 three years ago was crumbs, but $600 now, because you're in charge, that, well, that's significant. And the president is standing in the way of significant relief. Now, I'm here to tell you that if a lot of Americans, I would say the majority of Americans, if they were get to get $600 right now, yeah, that is significant. But why is $1,000 crumbs? Three years ago, when companies, again, benefiting from the tax package uh, passed by Republicans, that was, well, I think we know why. I mean, that's one of those rhetorical questions. But another thing that's galling is she she can afford to play politics with this. She can afford to see how much she can get away with because Nancy Pelosi is not affected by this one iota. She can stand in front of her $24,000 refrigerator like she did on uh, James Corden's show. What does he host? The Late Late Show or whatever the heck that is. She can stand in front of her $24,000 refrigerator, show off how she eats $10 pints of ice cream, and she can also force a salon that's been closed due to government, California government mandates due to COVID. She can force them to open so she can get her hair done to appear on an on a, on a MSNBC news hit. And then when she's busted by surveillance camera, throw the salon under the bus and say how she was set up. And yet she's coming out here and trying to to look all pristine and trying to act like that she's the that she's the noble one in this in this exercise. And oh, look at this! The president is standing in the way, six hundred dollars per person. Well, no, she's flailing because she now realizes that people are getting a closer look at what's in these bills before they're actually passed. Unfortunately, a lot of these spending bills 
are all, you really only learn what's in it. Remember her famous mantra with Obamacare, we got to pass it to find out what's in it. Well, they do the same thing with spending bills. It's only after these bills are passed. It's like, how much money is being sent overseas? That's supposed to be used for domestic spending? But here, enough people were aware of all the garbage that was in this bill. And again, the president went through a laundry list, as I did last segment, of what's in this bill, and people are are, are waking up to it. So she wants to say, well, there's $600 being taken away from people and being able to support their children. You know, it's always for the children. It's for the children. Yeah, but heaping on a, a trillion dollars extra in debt to our annual deficit, uh, children won't be adversely affected by that at all. Well, they, nah, it's just their national sovereignty at stake. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. The COVID-19 pandemic is the worst healthcare crisis of our lifetime. Hospitals, care centers, and their staff are overwhelmed, and it's getting worse. By now, we all know someone who's been affected by the virus, but there is hope. Vaccines are coming and getting closer every day. But while we wait for relief, you need to do your part. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and maintain your distance. It's for now, not forever. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Greetings and salutations, my friends. The Rush Limbaugh program serving you out of the joss by showing up. Ah, yes, this is the unmistakable theme of the Rush Limbaugh program. It's actually a song by the Pretenders called My City Was Gone, but it's been the Rush Limbaugh program theme since, well, Rush got started in 1988. Hey, we're here to take your phone calls, by the way, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, there is a reason I am playing this tune, diverting from my typical musical theme, which nobody knows what it is, so I don't need to uh, tell you what uh, <laughs> why I'm diverting. Uh, but I'm diverting this particular segment 
uh, because uh, Rush Limbaugh has uh, been doing his broadcast for 32 and a half years. And if you've listened to this program for any length of time, you know my personal admiration for Rush. I maybe have shared uh, my personal story of uh, my well, beginning to, to know Rush Limbaugh. Uh, some friends of mine in the early 90s were listening to him, and they always talk about Rush. I'd always hear him, hey, did you hear, hear they talk Rush this, Rush that. And I thought I literally thought they were talking about the Canadian rock band Rush, the way they were, ta- they were throwing the name Rush around. And they said, no, 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 Rush. He's this radio guy, political commentator. I'm like, oh, okay. And my first two election cycles, 1988 and 1990, uh, I voted Democrat because – that was my my paternal grandmother as well as my dad were both staunch Democrats. And given the things they were telling me, the awful things they were telling me about Republicans, me being an impressionable young man, of course, I'm like, well, why would I want to vote for Republicans if what dad and grandma are saying is true? Oh, my gosh. And so I would just parrot their talking points. And then as I got into college, started to you know think for myself a little bit. And then in 1991... Uh, Bill Clinton announced he was uh, running for president. He was one of many Democrats going to run for president. He was this Arkansas governor, not a known commodity. Well, all of a sudden, he had this appeal, this charisma that really appealed to Democrat voters and just young voters in general. He was Bill Clinton was the one before Barack Obama was the one. So I remember that. And I'm thinking, wow, young, hip guy. He plays saxophone on the uh, on the Arsenio Hall show. Boy, that's... Uh, but what an interesting, uh, interesting dynamic, right? And uh, how I, I I first started listening to Rush Limbaugh by accident, and the uh, how how the story goes is uh, the station to the um, right of us, uh, physically not politically, fifteen hundred. Uh, they were AM fifteen hundred KSTP, the talk station. And they used to broadcast Minnesota North Stars. They were the NHL team kids before the Minnesota Wild. And the Minnesota North Stars, I would listen to the North Stars games in my car some evenings. Well, the next day, it was the spring of 1991, I got up for school. I was going, I was in college at the time. And tur- and when I turned on the car, the radio came on. And I had a, I think it was a early afternoon class. And... This bombastic, obnoxious voice came over the radio, and it was basically like, My friends, Russell and Bob, talent on loan from God. And I'm like, what? Who in the world is this insufferably arrogant? You know, and then when, I, when I'd heard the name Rush Limbaugh, I'm like, oh, that's who my friends are talking about when they listen in. Uh, because my friends were listening to him, I thought I'd just give him a cursory listen. And, and I actually was interested in the things he had to say. And so I would go to my friends, and I'm like, tell me more about this Rush. What's this stuff he's talking about? And they would, they would say, well, here's, here's some of the things that he's revealed on his program, talking about media bias. He says, you know, th- think about it for a minute. Um, in the, you know, uh, the current president, which was George H.W. Bush, you know, what, do you hear them saying things about him like this, that, or the other thing? Well, yeah. What about his vice president, Dan Quayle? Just a dumb, oafish guy, right? Well, well yeah. Okay, um, remember when uh, uh, Jimmy Carter and Walter Mondale were were in, were in office? Well, I was a, I was a really young kid, but vaguely he says yeah that they, they didn't say stuff about the Democrat presidents, despite the fact that we were just on, had awful economic times under Jimmy Carter. Well, yeah, and yeah, this is the stuff Rush talks about. He's showing us the media bias. He's playing these sound clips to show how biased they are. I'm like, oh, interesting. And I started to listen. More and more every day. And before you know it, Rush had a book that came out. Uh, it was called The Way Things Ought to Be. Uh, I think it came out like 92 or maybe 93 time frame. And then he had a book came out a few years later called See, I Told You So. And I read both of those books multiple times, cover to cover. Uh, I started to subscribe to the Limbaugh Letter, which uh, came out every week. And I became my political transformation from being just a reflexively voting Democrat to a thinking conservative, was it due to Rush Limbaugh? And the radio show I have today, I, I give a tremendous amount of credit to Rush Limbaugh because what I learned from Rush is, and, and this is something Eric Erickson, another radio host I admire, talked about, 
is Rush isn't a guy who gets his audience fired up by throwing them a bunch of red meat and then they're ready to go out there like attack dogs and take on the world or anything. Rush's appeal is that he's entertaining. He takes a boring subject, which could be a typically boring subject like politics, and make it entertaining. And that was really his appeal. And as I thought about it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm more entertained a lot by Rush than anything. I mean, yeah, he's incredibly informative, and it's and it's you know and and it's uh, artillery I have to use against you know my Democrat friends and my Democrat relatives and my my family was scant. Particularly, my dad and my grandmother were scandalized that I admired somebody like Rush Limbaugh. They couldn't believe it. And I I this is a true story, by the way. My my grandmother was such a staunch Democrat, hated anybody, and I'm I'm using the word hate here, through invective toward anybody that had an R next to their name when she would be watching TV. And when it got to be 11 o'clock, that's when Rush Limbaugh's TV program came out. So I, I left the family room and went into the kitchen and turned on the little black and white TV to watch Rush Limbaugh's TV show. Well, my grandmother came into the kitchen, saw I was watching it, and turned it off. Get that stuff. That that isn't allowed in my house. And I thought she was just messing around with me. I thought she was being funny. So I laughed, went to turn it on, and she stood in front of the TV like a Secret Service person standing in front to take a bullet for a president. She would not allow me to turn that TV back on. I, I was shocked at the reaction. And that, and I was about early 20s at the time, and that is when my rebellious phase kicked in. It's like if someone is trying to keep me from hearing something... That means darn well I'm going to go get that information. I'm going to get that information. Okay? So there's a lesson there, folks. You know, for those of you who are trying to rear kids, let them learn stuff and let them ask questions instead of trying to shield them from certain things. Anyways, I digress. I bring this all up because Rush conducted his final program of the year 2020 this past, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. And uh, Brian, if we've got the clip ready... Uh, it's about a two-minute clip. This is Rush wrapping up his final show of 2020. Uh, as we know, Rush earlier this year was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And maybe you can verify if I'm reading too much into this, but I can't help but think that this was a farewell, not just a 2020, but farewell forever. Like, he may not come back on the air. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but... He wasn't supposed to live past October, and yet here is here he is the end of December still doing the radio show. This is Rush Limbaugh signing off his final radio show of 2020 this past week. And Silent Night. And my ongoing attempts to thank everybody in the audience, all of you, for everything you mean to me. That last call. Um, that's... Reminds me how much I love all of you, how much I so appreciate everything you've meant to me and my family. You don't have any idea how I know so many people think this program has changed their lives for the better. You have no idea what you all have meant to me and my family. The day is going to come, folks, where I'm not going to be able to do this. I don't know when that is. I want to be able to do it for as long as I want to do it. I want to. But the day will come where I'm not going to be able to. And I want you to understand that even when the day comes, I'd like to be here. Because I have this sense of needing to constantly show my appreciation for all that you have done and meant to me. So I hope you all have a great Christmas, a great New Year. And I hope that the things that are in store for all of us in the coming year are certainly better than what we have endured in 2020. 2021 has to be better. We're going to try to make it that way here at the EIB Network. Again, folks, thank you so much. I wish there were a way to say it other than thank you. 
you're just the best. My family is just the best. Thank you. No rush, thank you. Uh, no one has had a um, <clears throat> bigger impact on my life, at least politically. I'm talking politically within the context of politics and um, being able to do uh, this radio show because I, 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 you know, I always thought about talk radio, doing sports talk because I love sports. I'm a sports junkie, and I thought, you know, when I was a teenager, meant like to do sports talk radio, and then. When I heard Rush and got into his radio show, it's like, oh, you could talk about other things other than sports on uh, <clears throat> on radio. And again, Rush's ability to entertain, to inform, uh, is it's just the best. There's been nothing else like it. There's no other radio show that will even come close uh, to what Rush has done. And the impact he's had on me in my life, you know, my political transformation, uh, as well as, you know, again, having a passion to do a radio show, what I have... What I've been doing on Sundays for nine and a half years here at AM 1280 The Patriot has far exceeded anything that I could have ever hoped for. The best I ever hoped for was to be an occasional fill-in for Twin Cities radio hosts when they go on vacation or go on, you know, during holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, they take extended time off. That was was the most I ever hoped for. It's just to get a chance once maybe every couple of months or once or twice a year maybe just to do a show. And the fact that I've been able to do this every Sunday for nine and a half years has far exceeded my expectations. And again, it's, it's, it's due in large part to what Rush has inspired in me, not only my passion for conservative politics, but also for talk radio. I, I don't claim to try to entertain. That's just not my thing. Uh, you know, I try to crack a joke every once in a while, I'll try to be lighthearted about things and, and all that sort of thing and, you know, have spontaneous laughter. But as far as entertainment, no one can touch what Rush has done uh, these 32 and a half years. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's back and can do as much as he can in 2021. But um, he's on borrowed time because, like I said, when he was diagnosed in early 2020 with stage four lung cancer, the fact he'd have at least another 10, 11 months uh, seemed pretty far-fetched. And yet he's still going. And um uh, I wouldn't underestimate him, but I hope we continue to have the opportunity to listen to him. Uh, we have Bob, if Bob is Bob in St. Paul still on line one. I'll tell you what, if we could, we're going to take a break, Bob. If there's any way you can hold during the break, I promise I will take your call immediately when we come back. The final segment this hour, and also take your call six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author 
author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. See the movie, From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from hard work. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream. We'll all be able to say... From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. One final segment this hour, as promised. We want to get to Bob on line one. Bob, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just want to make a comment on secession. Okay. I know that's a little bit off topic, maybe, but, um, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong. But I hear, you know, from conservative station to conservative station to conservative station, a lot of talk lately about secession and kind of like a willy-nilly approach, just, you know, if you want to leave, you leave. And yet I haven't heard one conservative station mention the fact that the actual, uh, you know, our United States Constitution actually has a process in place for uh, secession. You know, no state in this union ever existed outside of a union to begin with. And that starts from the Mayflower Compact all the way through. The Declaration of Independence talks about, you know, basically a fundamental act of a union. you got the Federalist Papers, one through eight, speaking of a perfect union. Mm-hmm. George Washington, his circular letter to the governors, speaks of a more perfect union, indissoluble. The union should endure forever. And the idea that I interpretate from that is that there is a process because we are, if we're going to be uh, – free people. There has to be a process uh, if you want to secede. But to be willy-nilly was not the intent of the union. The union was that all the states voluntarily agreed to be part of the union. And part of that process is that if you want to secede, you need to basically um, rescind and go through the ratification process where two-thirds of the states then vote in favor of that particular state seceding. Now, I don't know if you've heard that anywhere before, but I don't hear that. I just hear this willy-nilly talk. Everybody can just kind of leave if they want. But there's no point in having, you know, the United States Constitution. Right. Uh, you know, that was the glue that was supposed to make us strong. Not to say that liberty was disregarded, but that it was a process where it was a little more difficult because otherwise, you know, you don't have a body anymore. So I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but to me, I just can't believe nobody talks about that. Yeah, good stuff, Bob. We appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I obviously wasn't planning on talk, uh, tackling secession on this uh, particular broadcast. Uh, but I think people talk about it because, you know, you look at states on the coasts, you know, they you know because people chide middle America as flyover country or, or Jesus land or whatever, you know, how and, and they don't say it in a complimentary way. Uh, but I think it's become just staunch cultural differences where, and and it all stems from free speech, a lot of it. You know, you cited the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Dennis Prager talked about this on his show within the past couple of months or so. He said, you know, I remember a time that pretty much a universal mantra was, uh, I can disagree vehemently with what you say and what you believe, but I will defend your right, uh, I will defend to the death your right to say it. And 
that attitude isn't as pervasive as it used to be. I mean, you look need to look no further than this cancel culture, where if you hit back at the idea that there are more than two genders, or you hit back at the idea that um, you know, deep-rooted Christian faith is bigotry, you know, then you're showing yourself to be a threat to society in the minds of many quote-unquote progressives. And the good news on that front, anyways, is we do have some allies. And, you know, I've seen some prominent Hollywood leftists like Bill Maher and Sarah Silverman, two people with whom I agree very little on politics, coming out decrying this cancel culture. You know, it's just like whatever happened to being subject to uh, opinions that you don't like or disagree with. I mean, if anything, you should be subjected to things you disagree with because it's a mental exercise. It'll help you strengthen your argument or perhaps question your argument. It go Like when I was a young man, hearing Rush Limbaugh and hearing what my friends had to say about Rush Limbaugh and the things he had to say, it helped me question, what I do I really believe what I believe? And when I started to listen to Rush, you know, who was just starting to become big, it's just like, well, that that appeals to my common sense nature. I need to find out more about that, and it challenged me. But yet we, it's it seems like we don't want that anymore. So, Bob, I think where the secession talk comes from is people look at a lot of these cultural differences as irreconcilable. We can't live together and strongly and hold opposing viewpoints. People aren't willing to do that anymore, and that's that's a scary place to be. But to your point, Bob, uh, to undertake a monumental uh, task like secession, yeah, that that takes a a, a serious uh, that's a serious undertaking, and I don't know that anybody really has the the fortitude for that. Or to Bob's point, also, people don't may not really know or understand what it will take. And if they dig into it further, they might realize, well, it's easier to somehow, some way coexist, although people seem very hesitant to do that these days, that is for sure. In fact, those that have the coexist bumper stickers, they're some of the most least tolerant people I'm finding. So uh, choke on that irony. Uh, hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Yes, we are live and in person. In the Patriot Bunker, two days after Christmas Day, back with another hour of broadcasting. Go nowhere. Closing time. Turn all of the- Our culture continues to struggle to find its footing. Heritage Christian Academy's footing remains secure. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of all they do. See how a Bible-based academic education can support the values and teachings of your Christian home. Attend Prospective Family Information Night, January 12th at 7 p.m. Staff will be on hand for information, to answer questions, and conduct tours in a safe, no-contact environment. Space is limited. RSVP at heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. Hi, this is Lee at the Kingdom Builders. Matthew 26, 41 tells us, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. My wife encourages me to pray about it all the time. It is pretty much anything. It's very good advice, even in the smallest of matters. This verse makes me think about how we should be attentive to what is going on around us too. We should stay awake and be ready for the Spirit's prompting, and be willing to pray appropriately. Like the Word says in James 4, I ask wrongly so often. I'm thankful that the Word actually tells us even how to ask. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-900. 9166. That's 612-900-9166. Warning! 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 
Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWE.